This episode of Laser Time is brought to you by Gamefly, and you listeners right now can go to GameflyOffer.com slash LaserTime to get a free month's worth of Gamefly. Super Punch Out's good, but it's not the Punch Out. It's not the style of Punch Out that I like. Oh, I don't so, like having so good. Oh my! You are crazy, Dave, and that's a terrible way yeah. to start a show <laughs> by denying the the glory of Super Punch Out. No, it's good. It's really good. <laughs> it's not as good as the first one and the remake. I don't know if we can go on. Hi, everybody. Uh, Welcome to Laser Time, a dork's delight. Look, maybe evidently. you need to take a vacation. <laughs> and take a break. Play, and and on that vacation, play Super Punch Out and realize it's not as good as the other two. Look. We're bizarrely not talking about Punch-Outs right now. That's all I want to talk about. Uh, welcome to Laser Time, the Internet's fifth leading pop culture show. We pick a topic, ramble on. This is going to be a little more similar to our show Bonus Time, which we keep exclusive for our patrons who support us at patreon.com slash laser time. Because we're winging it a little bit and telling personal anecdotes. Yeah. Uh, but fun ones, and man, I hope I haven't shared the one I'm going to talk about. I think, it, I mean, some of these you might have heard on Bonus Time before. Uh, patreon.com slash laser time, $5 a month gets you... 80 plus episodes of bonus time tons of True. commentaries all that stuff but uh, yeah I mean because it's a uh, thing uh, where the we danger mouse drinking game yes. that's the one I really want to hammer home <laughs> but it's where we were kind of like oh what did we do recently Like, but we've all been on vacation somewhat recently I went to Scotland mm-hmm. uh, Brett you just came back from uh, Hawaii. Hawaii Hawaii and Chris did nothing he's no, tired no. as hell no. <laughs> oh wait I camped for a little while yes yes I camped for a little while on an I- island that used to hold immigrants and slaves mm. Uh, against their will, both on both oh, counts. Man. Hi, I'm Chris Antistam. Dave Rudd. <laughs> uh, bro, why? You see how I segue right from slavery into my name? Yes. God, I'm good at this. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, so because we have these vacation stories and because our jobs for so long yeah. were, I mean, they basically offered us mini vacations. And even the, but, like, basically opportunities to travel and have things go wrong yeah. during travel. But that, well, uh, things can never it, go wrong when, like, we used to work in the game mm-hmm. industry and take media appointments. I'm not sure if those even still happen anymore. Yeah, they do. It, I'm sure they do, but not to the degree of how yeah. much I used to fly. Oh, yeah. You, you and, won't get flown to, like, Iceland to play a yeah. new SSX You're game. You're going to get fly to Toronto to live in an ice hotel yeah. for a long weekend yeah. just so you can play a Wii game. Yeah. You're not going to go to and, Russia to see the new Stalker game or Metro, went, whatever. went to Italy, yeah. Venice, to play Assassin's Creed 2. Yeah. You can't appreciate it like I can. No, I did the same, I did the same thing. No, I went to I went to Italy, mm-hmm. played Assassin's Creed, mm-hmm. then went to like it was like a beachside chalet kind of situation where like we're under a canopy, we're playing Rayman Origins and it's like <laughs> do I really need this situation to play Rayman Origins? Is this like brother? This wouldn't have been two because your buddy Pat was there. Yeah, and um, it was the first Rayman. The first remade Rayman. Michael was there with me. Okay. Yeah. Well, this was why, like, part of the the fun of because I just went to Hawaii, kind of bouncing around a little bit now. But we went to Waikiki in 2010 for one of Capcom's annual events mm-hmm. called Captivate that yeah. they used to do from 08 to 2012. I guess was the last one in Rome, and it was at Waikiki, mm-hmm. and that's that. The only time I had been to Hawaii was for work. Yeah. Which meant well, it, like, yes, I'm in a great hotel. I'm overlooking this beautiful ocean. Yeah. I'm in meeting rooms and convention rooms all day. I yeah. did and saw nothing. And yeah. I ran down to the beach in between two appointments. Yeah. Damn it, I dipped my fingers in your <laughs> stupid <laughs> e-liquid. Uh, I left it around like breadcrumbs. God. Um, but 
like ran down, swam in the ocean for exactly 20 minutes, ran back upstairs, and then went to do an interview yeah. with the most beachy beach hair <laughs> where I've like cartoonishly clearly just walked out of the ocean. Like, so tell me about <laughs> Sin Goku. I've been researching your game all day. There's a <laughs> yeah, license where it's sir, like there... shuffles papers. Like, tell me about sir, Sin Goku Basara. <laughs> sir, there's a license plate in your beard. <laughs> uh, I, I actually I don't have a beard. I don't know. I, th- I, I felt like. I am a giant man, Babby, and still am to this day. Mm-hmm. But flying around so much for video game appointments, I always thought there was a pretty decent balance with like you'll work for like five hours. You're not expected to write mm-hmm. while you're there. Usually, not. and then and then you play you play really hard, but it doesn't usually extend to like seeing sights. It's just like going yeah. to a cool bar or restaurant. Yeah, yeah. maybe like Which to me, it feels it, great. Like the PR people will be like, "Hey, go to this, go to that. Mm-hmm. It's it's important to the game or mm-hmm. something." Mm-hmm. Like. I forget what it, uh, no it was Captivate but I've literally where, I, where we went I went to um, some big landmark in Rome or wherever they had Captivate one year. I was we're working on there. the Capcom uh, side at that point yeah, so I don't like, know what you guys yeah, did we're all, like, yeah we're gonna go to this like ancient Colosseum was it the, Col- the Colosseum the Colosseum Jesus <laughs> a Colosseum it, I don't know which some kind of Colosseum did Rome only have one yeah <laughs> <laughs> Are you thinking of the Parthenon? Isn't it not? It's not like when WWE comes to town. Like, do you go to San Jose or do you go to Oakland? You, I don't know. Maybe the, both. The, the Staples Coliseum. Does everybody yeah. in Italy go to the same Coliseum? What about uh, the people? In, they like, don't go there anymore. Yeah. But but I did so much travel, and I always jumped at those opportunities. I love to travel. Yeah. Uh, I love airports. It, it's the only place where there's so many distractions. Any if I can just get away from tabbed browsing for a moment, yeah. I can focus on books and games and uh, mm-hmm. and watching movies. I love being in airports. Buying a giant beer. And, but it, it led me to believe I'm 37 years old, mm-hmm. and I have never planned my own vacation at all. Wow. I've yeah. never made time for a vacation. Never planned one. I just felt like I sort of always took them throughout yeah. my jobs. And we work publisher side. We've traveled a lot, and I had an even better time because there's yeah. a lot more downtime <laughs> on that end. Um, but yeah, like when I, I go on vacation now, I've kind of like forced my girlfriend to plan everything and we get in fights because it's just like, you need to get up. I'm like, okay. Like you're not ready for what? Like, I just, I don't know what's happening. (laughs) I stress her out by just, I don't care. Just point me in a direction. I'll go. I don't care. payback for your, like the way you acted like Disney world and stuff. Uh, that's the only one when I get real excited. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I remember. I've heard you can, that you are kind of that. Yeah, a Disney, Disney Nazi, yes. Yeah, yes. 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 No peeing, no peeing. No time for that. <laughs> yeah, no, I said, I actually, I forgot, I said no eating. We don't have time to eat. <laughs> like, get something before, I told you to get a granola bar before we came in. Here, have a have a monster energy drink. And she never had a monster energy drink before, got nauseous. Here, I gave you a bag of Cheez-Its. That was so tragic, because she planned that vacation, too. And I was like, we got to see everything, do everything, this order. <laughs> That's the way I've researched, I've spent my whole life researching Disneyland, assuming I'd never be in California and never go. Mm. And, uh, and... I was so rude. She got so. She went on. I gave her a Monster Energy drink. We went on Space Mountain. She comes out. I think I'm nauseous. I'm like, what do you mean you're nauseous? And like, I've never been on. What was that? And like, a roller coaster. Hmm. I've, yeah, I've never been on one of those before. I'm like, wow. you've never been on a fucking roller coaster and <laughs> came to Disneyland? What the fuck? And these are bare. These are baby roller coasters. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Why are you getting sick? And uh, yes, if you've never heard that story. Three times while at Disneyland, we get in a screaming argument because I can't get her to. <laughs> no, it's no time to sit down. And we start arguing, and someone in a fucking barbershop quartet hat pops out. Hi, you guys having fun today? You want to keep it down? You're ruining it for everybody else. Um, yeah, that did happen. I guess that would Please count. And I wanted- don't hit each other. <laughs> a domestic dispute. Uh, I, ho- I hope to get there. I just thought I'd never go to Disneyland mm-hmm. in my life, and she took me there. And then to ruin it, uh, Epic Mickey and Disney Interactive mm-hmm. had an appointment for Epic Mickey yeah. three weeks later. 
So right, like three weeks after being the biggest dick to my girlfriend I've mm-hmm. ever been for the greatest gift I've ever been given, I go right back. <laughs> it just, uh, I was just here. <laughs> I could have relaxed a little bit. God damn it. But that's, I guess that's an old insight into the, the old oh, video yeah. games press. Those days are over. That company specifically is gone. <laughs> <laughs> Try to, I mean, to, on the same like game event note, uh, I went to TGS in 2009. Mm-hmm. I, I've probably told the story, but like, uh, it's been a while. So, yeah, TGS 2009. I went with uh, one coworker from mm-hmm. GamePro, which was good because the last time I went, mm-hmm. like the first time I ever went to Japan, uh, I was like at GamePro for like a month and a half. No one, no one from GamePro went with me, mm-hmm. and I didn't. I only knew of the people that I was with, like by reading them. So I tried to make friends with them, but it also was like oh, an wow, uphill Henry battle. Gilbert. No, he was. <laughs> but like, it was also weird because they were very cliquish, and it's like I'm gonna try a little bit, but like, I can only really? put in so much effort. I have to work. Every time yeah. I hear like one of the um, 700 million podcasts yeah. where comedians interview one another, they seem to have the same camaraderie. I feel like I did with people yeah, in the game. There's but people I like. I'll spend two, 48 yeah. straight hours with you, yeah. and then not talk to you for three years. Yeah, yeah, yeah there were definitely so, people across and, the 10 years working in games. Like I only see you in ho- hotel lobbies. Yeah. Hey, it's you hey, again. Here, Let's have a here we are. Let's complain about the same thing. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah. yeah, but yeah. So I went again in 2009. This time I was with a friend from GamePro, mm-hmm. and the last night TGS is over. We're like, we're we're gonna go crazy this day. I have a flight in the morning tomorrow, but I'll I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. I was not fine because what happened was we went and we did karaoke, and then Ooh. like the sun came out. We were literally getting ramen at 6 a.m. Yeah, and we're going back to the hotel. He's got a flight a couple days later, so he's staying in Japan a little longer. But I'm like. All right, all I got to do, stay up for, like, two hours, then uh, mm-hmm. the hotel shuttle leaves, and then I'll just, like, sleep at the airport, sleep on the plane. Mm-hmm. I fall asleep almost immediately, and I didn't set an alarm or anything. Uh, the hotel shuttle comes and goes, and the hotel shuttle, they call it hotel limousine, because yeah. it has to take you from... Tokyo to Narita. It's a long drive. Yeah, it's like a 45 minute train Tune ride. Tune into our Japan podcast for my Narita story. I have the worst Narita story. And so... I am panicking because it's like two and a half, three hours till the flight. It's not, you know, set in stone that I'm going to... I don't know. First of all, I don't know how to make it to there now because my the, the way I got there, I can't take back. Mm-hmm. And I go to the station right near the hotel and it's like one of the biggest stations. Yeah. And I'm just oh, yeah. like, oh, I don't... Even though it's one of the most friendly for tourists, I'm like, I don't know where to go. It's still, it's still insane. It's, like, there's... There, there's walking off ramps and if you get off on the wrong off ramp you have to like loop back around and yeah. figure out how to do it it's crazy yeah so stupidly like i leave that because i'm like uh it's too much gotta get out of here <laughs> then i i'll go over to a taxi cab and i'm like narita airport and the guy just like i know like oh really yeah because it would have been insanely expensive oh yeah i guess it oh yeah that trip is that trip on on a train that's almost non-stop is yeah. still like an hour yeah so i am like in a super big panic Stupidly, I walk like two blocks or three blocks away, and there's like, okay, here's a small station. Mm-hmm. Everything is in Japanese here. This is yeah. not a tourist station. Yeah. yeah. And the universe was somehow watching out for me because a white lady walks in <laughs> to this station, and I'm like, I don't know why you're here. <laughs> Do you know how? What's the Hi, quickest? Pam, I'll be your gaijin guy. Yes. Uh, can you tell me the quickest way possible to get to Narita Airport from here? And she's like, "Yes, go down to go de- like buy a ticket here. Go downstairs. Wait on this platform for the express train, not the regular train, the express train. Then you take that to this stop, and then you take that to the airport. And miraculously, I get to 
Narita with like 30 minutes to go before my flight. And I'm like, I'm spending like the last like 30 minutes of my train ride just like, I'm not going to make it. And I'm probably going to get in big trouble for this because mm-hmm. like company paid for this flight and I missed it. I get there with 30 minutes left and they let me on the flight. Oh my God. I even had time to bring back my cell phone. Even in 2009, like they're just so lax. They're like, yeah, go ahead. That's yeah, fine. 30 minutes, whatever. Yeah, terrorism like, didn't happen here. Leave. Yeah. Get because I was hung over. And made a mad dash for the airport. I stunk to high heaven uh, during that entire flight, fulfilling the Living stinky the guy. Gen- but no, luckily nobody was sitting next to me, so I like I had a fucking half weird. a row to myself. Because I mean, in that in that same vein, mm-hmm. I was on a flight once, another Disney appointment, mm-hmm. uh, going to what was it, Houston or Austin? Going to Austin, mm-hmm. but the like the plane was the flight was mm-hmm. delayed, and then weather in our destination canceled like we oh, couldn't yeah. fly into Austin so like most people on the plane were asleep and woke up and like you're in a different airport it's closed no taxis get fucked wow. and we are also four man baby game journalists <laughs> who like I'm sure we're capable of booking our own flights and hotels but like this was done for you among yeah. seven of us yeah. no one wanted to do it no one wanted to put that on their card and then mm-hmm. go home to go back to their boss and like justify <laughs> buying everybody else a hotel and of course Look, one of really needed it it, would, it turned out to be one of the coolest experiences ever. A bunch of us, uh, Ben and Jose from Electric Playground, mm-hmm. like we all were all just in one hotel room, mm-hmm. uh, barely Simple sleeping. Dirty. Disney finds out the next day, goes nuts, and sends us this giant like stretch, uh, wow. ta- like uh, SUV, mm-hmm. and it's just a bunch of guys haven't like with no real. There's no pressure on you anymore. The world fucked you. Yeah. You can't unscrew yourself. Mm-hmm. All you can do is laugh at it. Yeah. And we're just hauling ass from Houston to Austin at like eight in the morning. Hmm. And then and it was and it, it turns out everything was fine. Oh. We just probably missed out on a, a dinner or a lunch. But it just but how incapable we were of dealing yeah. with minor travel delays. I think I'm more capable now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've never I'm terrified of missing a flight to this day. It never happened. Yeah, well, I got that out of the way. Before <laughs> even my, my Japan trip, I took a trip. I was supposed to fly to San Diego to interview David Wright from the New York Mets because he was the cover star of Sony's baseball game. Mm. And this The is show? I, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is like my first ever trip as a games journalist at GamePro. Mm. And I didn't know the city. I'd only lived there for two months. Mm-hmm. So... I ended up taking, in retrospect, the longest possible route to get there. Like, I walk to the Muni station, and when I get there, the wait is, like, 20 minutes for the Muni to go to BART. And then when I get to BART, it's another... I get that same, like, 20 minutes for the next BART. And by the time I get to the airport, it's, like, a half hour before the flight. And they tell me, like, yeah, you can't make it. And then email the guy at Sony. I'm like, uh, do you think I could take a lighter flight? And he's like, fuck no. Uh, thanks a lot. Bye. And then I go back Whoa, to the really? office. Expe- and again, I will go back to the office expecting to be fired because, like, I my first trip, I fuck it up. <laughs> and I get there, and my boss is like, uh, "Next time, just uh, expense a cab ride, dude. You want to go get a lunch? We're gonna like have some beers." I'm like, okay. Like yeah, it was. Ma- also, magazines will be around forever. Spend oh, yeah. all you want, Dave. That's yeah. the boss well, thing. this was again. It was Sony paying for the the trip. They mm-hmm. paid for the flight, you know, there and back. I mean, I was pretty shocked when a couple trips we took, like, people made specific demands about their booking, like, uh, yeah. leave me there an extra couple days, or, like, uh, I never want, yeah. gotta get, oh, gotta get another day in the hotel, oh, thanks, thanks, and yeah. I'm like, I didn't know you could do that, and by the time <laughs> I realized that it was too late, mm-hmm. and I wasn't a member of the games press anymore, because, unless you have a su- successful YouTube <laughs> channel, you are not either. 
Well, on the topic of missed flights, I have one from one of our commenters. Well, let's let's uh, get it. Uh, let's hear that. Hang on to that because we will have more travel disaster stories and uh, vacay tales when we get back from this short break. When you Thank you, fine folks, for listening. Hope you're not too bored. You know what the perfect solution is for being bored and always has been? Goddamn video games. <laughs> That's why this episode is brought to you by Gamefly. And just so you know, you listeners can go to GameflyOffer.com slash LazerTime and get started with a free 30-day trial of the service. What is Gamefly? It's like Netflix, but for games, you should know that by now. You create a queue. They ship out uh, two to three games to you. It's up to you. You play them for as long as you want, ship them back, and they'll just keep on shipping stuff from your queue. This is a great way to save money on not only playing a bunch of new releases, a bunch of old releases, because not only does Gamefly have over 8,000 titles ranging from PS4, Xbox One, Wii U, PS Vita, they go all the way back to the original Wii, the original Xbox, PS2 in certain cases. I know, right? And to sweeten the service even more, Gamefly allows you to buy a game back. Have you kept it out for a long time? Do you want to just keep it? Are you that settled into the multiplayer? You can buy that game back from Gamefly at an extremely reduced cost and they'll send you the box and manual as if you purchased it anywhere else. Once again, you don't have to take my word for it. You can get started with a 30-day free trial for yourself by going to GameFlyOffer.com slash LazerTime. like laser time shows then you might like bonus time laser time's weekly bonus show exclusively on patreon.com slash laser time here's a taste of what you've been missing like so i'm receiving flack from the right and i'm bracing myself from the flack from the left like i'm gonna get it from both ends this week i just know it um and i I, well it's not that it's I, i don't I just feel like I don't want to talk right now. <laughs> I don't want to do this at all. The anymore. outholes, the inhole, the inhole, uh, the outhole. Yeah. Spit roasted by politics. Normally, I. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to get rotisseried um, by the right and the left <laughs> this week. I feel. Get bonus time, Laser Time's weekly, full length, uncensored, and ad free Patreon exclusive podcast, as well as weekly full length movie commentaries, wrestling and cartoon video commentaries, physical rewards, the first season of Talking Simpson, and more at patreon.com slash laser time, starting at just five bucks. You'll help us live, and we'll do our best to help you never be bored again. Laser Time, second segment. That is vitamin C vacation. <laughs> I, I forced this. Yeah. Unbelievable. I'm telling you, my top 40 uh, bad pop song knowledge is deep and it is strong. Yeah. So uh, much for my Lindsey Buckingham jam. We'll work it in here somewhere. But, uh, like we did a few months ago when mm-hmm. we did a, or 
probably over a year ago when we did uh, our, our retail stories. Mm-hmm. We have a community filled with people who have yeah. also had similar experiences. So I put it to our uh, our Patreon community, mm-hmm. patreon.com slash laser time. I mm-hmm. asked them for what are your some of your worst travel stories. And we just talked about uh, missed flights. Uh, Michael S. has a doozy. Uh, in February of 2014, I flew from Dallas to Dayton for a grad school trip. I was supposed to get to Dayton by 3 p.m., but in Dallas, the plane was 30 minutes late coming in, and once we uh, were on board, we had to wait another 45 minutes to get de-iced in Texas. I (laughs) narrowly missed my connecting flight in D.C., and after waiting at the service counter, I got a ticket for a flight flight leaving immediately. I sprinted down the terminal and got to the gate just in time to see the plane pulling away. I dejectedly walked over to the nearest service desk and asked if there were any more flights going to Dayton, Ohio. Luckily, they had one open on a spot to a late-night flight into Columbus, which is two hours away from my final destination. It was too late and too far for someone to come pick me up, so I called Enterprise and made a a car reservation. I was worried, though, since I only had a debit card at the time, but I was assured this wouldn't be a problem. By the time I landed in Columbus, it was 11.15, and I had to race to Enterprise before it closed at 11.30. I made it just in time. Only to learn their location doesn't accept debit cards. <laughs> I start to have a minor mental breakdown at this point as as I've been on the road since around 5 a.m. and everything keeps going wrong. Uh, when a kindly Indian man from the Alamo booth tries uh, takes pity on me and offers to try and help. Try as he might, he could not get the system to allow me to rent a car. So I'm finally forced to resort to my final option. A two-hour, $280 cab ride from the Columbus Holy Airport shit. to Oxford, Ohio, arriving a little after 2 a.m. Jeez. 200 Wow, how do you even figure that out with somebody? Uh, I, guess. I mean, I had a hundred and something dollar cab ride. Like I, when I, you pay my rent, I'll take you to a different city. <laughs> no, it was because it was like a month after I lived in SF, and I moved in November of '05, and then flew home three weeks later for Christmas. And then mm-hmm. when I got back, flew back from Christmas, landed in San Francisco, got in the cab, and he's like, "All right, uh, where are we going?" And I'm like, "Shit, I don't know." <laughs> Uh, let's, and I, like, go go to Hayward. And uh, so we drive south, drive across the fucking gigantic bridge, and then we get in Hayward, and he's like, do you know? And I'm like, I reckon... Carl's Jr. somewhere? No, that's what I was like. I recognize that uh, subway and the oh Albertsons and the Safeway. Uh, no, no, that's too far. This is definitely too... And we just fucking fart around. I, I, Already it would have been, like, 50, bu- 50 bucks, yeah. and we just... I just fucked around. I finally went into a gas station. <laughs> To you ask, know where like, I you live? know my mommy? Do you know where I live? <laughs> You've seen me in here buying shit. Uh, I needed those uh, Game Explain uh, flyers. I want to say this is more astounding because we are in our mid-20s at this point. And this, yeah, I was 26. All the time. No, I was 25. I, even, I, I hadn't traveled enough to know that like every fucking city airport isn't in the city it says it no, is. And no, I'm planning a trip yeah. to Seattle and getting infuriated oh, all fuck, over that again. That pretty far it's out It's forever away. You yeah. shouldn't even call it Seattle. Call it Tacoma. Yeah. The Tacoma well, like, Airport. It is SeaTac. That's, that's why uh, Bullshit is all hmm. I'm saying. And the SF Airport, which is like two towns away from San Francisco. Yeah. Um, I, uh, part of this was like trying to think of like a mix of horror stories of travel, but also helpful things. Because, like, I just went to Hawaii. We had never been together, my wife and I, and, like, we finally went and did the Drew relaxing thing where we just have never... We have not taken a... For 10 years, I'm not taking a tropical vacation, the two of us, to mm-hmm. somewhere we have never been. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just numerous firsts kind of stacked on top mm-hmm. of each other. So they finally did that. And, yeah, did the whole, like, flew into 
Oahu, which is mm-hmm. Waikiki, and then from there you can go to Maui or Kauai. Waikiki. Had to do it again. Waikiki or GG uh, impression. Fly to Kauai and Maui, which is where a lot of Jurassic Park and Lost yeah. stuff was filmed, and yeah. saw my scenes. Saw a lot of that stuff, <laughs> and that was all really cool. Um, but it reminded me. But nothing went wrong. Like that trip was great. I told the story in bonus time of our little mm-hmm. barefoot mud kayak adventure mm-hmm. like that was fine like everything worked out but it reminded me and this is barely a thing because strangely when i after i pitched we could do something about vacations i was like <laughs> none of my vacations have really like gone and blown up mm-hmm. in my face or like something crazy hasn't happened so yeah. like i was trying to think of no. something i guess having traveled with you you're kind of a stressful traveler i don't think so i know so I know the one about your your shoes. Well, I mean, that was yeah. great. Which I, I I was saving that for <laughs> no, the that end. Was, that oh, was, okay, okay. Uh, but just uh, work travel. Saving- work travel is different. It is because you're not there for pleasure. And like, the worst I've ever seen you is Comic Con, which is infuriating. I to fucking hate Comic-Con. anyone who's not. I know, but it's like I remember like it's like our fifth consecutive Comic Con trip, and you get out of the convention set, the San Diego mm-hmm. Comic Con convention center. And a train passes for 55 minutes, blocking you from crossing a wow. street to get to yeah, your hotel yeah. room. And the, you just, at one point, just kind of lost it. Like, I'm not going out. I'm not eating anything. Hmm. Fuck this shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. I fucking hate it. That's not travel. That's fuck guess, that place. I mm-hmm. like, I, I, like, when you're on day 17 of San Diego Comic-Con, and that same goddamn train... Yeah. Just splits the city in half when yeah. eighty thousand people are trying to go to the same fucking fish restaurant. It's just like fuck this. I'll go die somewhere. I would rather starve yeah, you know, in darkness the than old deal story with this. Of that was us like hustling from like hotels seven blocks away. I'm like, where's the appointment? It's on the sixth floor of Petco Park Stadium. <laughs> you need a special. What the fuck? Yeah, I. It's, yeah, it's I, eighty degrees outside. I would. If I never have to go again, I will be so happy. I, I'm bummed that like I have. A, I, I, I have opted, a negative association oh. with the San, with San Diego. Having really like remember my friend came to visit me and she stopped eventually because like I'm not coming down here. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't like this part of the city and no. it's even worse now. Like and like, I've never seen anything else of San the Diego. The most fun I had was the year when I didn't go and I was the only one in the office on my floor who didn't go and like the lights would turn off in the middle of the day because I'm the only one at my desk. <laughs> and then but then there's the uh, the aircraft carrier down there and like I there was never a, got there was like it. a time when finally I'm like. I'm working, but we're not streaming. I'm not doing a booth. I will shoot the booth. I'll shoot some merchandise, and mm-hmm. I will edit in a hotel room by myself. Don't mm-hmm. talk to me. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did. And luckily, that gave me enough time to finally go walk to a freaking aircraft carrier <laughs> that I've seen for nine years, and it was great. I've always I've always wanted to go there, wear a thong, and sing a song for the boys. Yeah. <laughs> Love but that video. I was trying to think of, like, man, what's something that kind of, other than my shoes melting off my feet, which I may want to regale a little later just because mm-hmm. it's been almost... I'm going to retell what I think. It's been maybe. two and a half years since I mm-hmm. told that story, so if you happen to be a newer listener and didn't hear that, I, I might go into that in a minute. But it reminded me of ten years ago, I was in Pensacola, Florida, as I want to be. You, Your family has made a weird tradition of Pensacola? Yeah, I mean, there every, almost every year of my life mm-hmm. um, for weeks. It's, it's just it, not like a huge tourist spot as far as I've seen. It it's, is and it isn't. Mm-hmm. Like, it is in that you'll hear it brought up. Like, people will mm-hmm. say Pens- like it's a notable thing. And that's yeah. where Roman Reigns is from, by the way. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'll, be there, I'll be there in a month. And I saw him. Just thought uh, I'd tell you guys. I saw it a house show that he was at and man he got a warm last welcome in that tiny Aww. convention center that I've seen the since I was place. five years old mm-hmm. but uh, <laughs> I got a sunburn it's, I mean you're out in the you're out in the sun whatever you're on the beach and I got a sunburn which is like yeah that's every time mm-hmm. uh, and it was no different than any others like yeah my legs are kind of burnt chest neck mm-hmm. shoulders face whatever it's a regular ass sunburn mm-hmm. 
they're like, oh, well, it's just, fuck it. It's only halfway through the day. I'm going to go swim. And the, we'll go swim in the pool now. And then I go swim in the pool. And then time to time to take a shower. Take a shower. Wash myself down. Go to sleep. Wake up. And this has never happened again. So I'm only speculating as to what happened. I'm guessing that I got a crappy sunburn. Mm. Not, 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 not a good sunburn. Got a bad but... batch of sunburn. <laughs> not a, not a, well, crappy in that, like, you, when you, when I would show it to people, they're like, so what? Like, that's yeah. a regular freaking yeah. sunburn. Like, it's not where you look and go, whoa, dude, yeah. that sucks. It's like mildly red. Mm. But somehow, th- I'm guessing through the act of the chlorine and uh. any soap that I used, uh, the normal drying of your skin that happens when you get a sunburn. Going to the chlorine and then taking a shower right mm. after some combination, I felt like my skin shrank a size, huh. and everything I did or touched hurt. Oh, Wearing a shirt hurt, <laughs> and I remember for the next like two or three days, every, I, I'm the biggest baby, mm-hmm. and then people are like, dude, can I see how bad is it? And I'd show them, and it's like, what are you what? talking about? <laughs> and I'm like, it hurts so much, and like I couldn't do or see like, like a mm. double dragon character. What's the big deal? <laughs> what? Oh. Mild palate swap. Mild palate swap. But yeah, that's just like sprung to mind of like, it just sucked because I didn't even have like the uh, the, the badge of honor to be yeah. like, yeah, look at this sick, this awful little... sunburn. We're like, oh man, yeah. give him give him a wide berth. But it was just everything <laughs> hurt. Like to walk, my knees would buckle because I could feel the skin like pulling so hard. <laughs> And yeah, for some reason that really leaps out at me. And that was like ten years ago, I think. Let's, at this point, uh, read off another one of these. Is there? Davis categorized these. Mm-hmm. Got some ones about injuries. Injuries. Since, uh, we're uh, talking about how Brett was in such pain. Oh, do you do Landon's? I'll do uh, Landon's. Sure. Landon's. Thirteen years ago, my family and I went to Texas. Uh, during our visit to Galveston, we visited the beachfront. Along the beachfront are a bunch of four feet by four feet square stones with about a foot of space between them. Uh, I decided to run across them and managed to stick my leg between two of them. I cut my shin directly to the bone and now have a giant cartilage growth on my shin now, and it's really, really gross. Sorry, Landon. That that did sort of happen to me. Really? Uh, Yeah, again, I I remember I got laid off from my job. Mm -hmm. And then a day later, it was like, oh, you have to go to your buddy's wedding in Mexico, which is a really great way to celebrate a layoff, something Mm -hmm. you've already paid for. Mm -hmm. And the weird, look, I'll just say it, half slavery situation Mm -hmm. of like going to an all expenses paid Mexico thing. It's $400 for five days and like literally sandwich, drink. (laughs) Uh, Like just the the idea that like there are literally people around you Mm -hmm. 24-7 that will bring you anything you ask for nothing. It feels incredibly strange especially when you're worried about being destitute and yeah. like now I'm like give me two sandwiches I'm gonna take one back with me I, yeah I think I made the joke that like uh, uh, I woke I drank too much last night and I missed breakfast and lunch yeah. will you make me something and like in two minutes like someone comes back from the kitchen with a plate of like a, a tray of club sandwiches for only me <laughs> and then someone's like can we get some guacamole and like boom fresh made guacamole wow this is and I'm, I do not have money and like this was not expensive but apparently in Mexico you can go there and yeah in Puerto Vallarta where they shot Predator and Night of the Iguana nice um, but I was fucking around and so I'm drinking the entire day there's bars yeah. there's two bars like one by the beach and one uh, up in the chalet uh, this sounds really ritzy, but it is kind of the rit- ritziest thing I've ever done for the least price I've ever paid. Little drunk, and I thought it would be funny with my friends around. We're in the ocean. Mm-hmm. To there's some rocks, and I'm like, I'll. I know it'd be funny if I recreated the scene of the Little Mermaid when she uh, comes up for air for the uh, first time. Mm-hmm. Part of your world mm-hmm. moment, that crescendo moment right there. Mm-hmm. I thrust myself up, waited for the waves to crash behind. Set it up, <laughs> man. It was perfect. It was perfect. What I didn't know. 
is that the uh, rocks were coarse and sharp and the ocean rubbed me <laughs> rubbed me up against it like you rolling a booger to throw behind the couch. <laughs> uh, I got just over and over again like that Ugh. scene from Ren and Stimpy just where he's between like <laughs> teeth or something like that. Like oh, that's yeah. Just back and forth. I'm like, ow! And I'm, 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 I'm too fucking drunk to realize like... This is going to hurt tomorrow. It, it hurt for months yeah. because it was my feet were the, ruining the bottom of your feet, mm. cutting them to that drastic degree. And again... I'm walking around like, oh, shit, dude, I'm trailing blood. <laughs> and one of the dudes tracked my blood with a first aid kit <laughs> and fixed me up by the pool. Like, that was the kind of situation oh. it was. It's very weird. I don't know I don't know how we still have, like, okay. fucking America. It felt like real colonial horseshit. Uh, I never... It, it just, I, I make those jokes because it never felt right to me that we were able to afford that much. <laughs> we got another injury story from Matthew Link, who said... Spring break of my sophomore year of high school was spent with my parents in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Yeah. One day I woke up with my parents uh, who had went out to lunch, but I was very dehydrated having s- sweat all night in the awful Florida heat. Luckily, there was a glass of water next to my hotel bed. I quickly chugged it and decided to explore the downtown area for a few hours. While on my walk, I quickly got lost and developed horrible shin pains to the point where I was limping and c- could barely walk. Long story short, I later found out that my dad had dropped some of his blood pressure pills into oh the glass, into that glass of water without <laughs> realizing, and they had mixed in with the water. And that's the story of how I limped around the city for four hours, sweating <laughs> and in some of the worst pain of Jesus my life. Jesus Christ. So do you guys have any s- stories of getting horribly sick on vacation? Because I've got I a couple have, of those. Not me. Yeah. But for me, this is my favorite travel story, and mm-hmm. I won't say his name, even though I think mm-hmm. I've said it before. But it was on a trip to Chicago. My mm-hmm. first ever trip to Chicago. Like, just immediately fell in love with that fucking city. Mm-hmm. Really liked it. I've only been back once. Uh, Chicago, we were going to C2E2, the Comic-Con that not many people uh. have heard about. And as a result, it wasn't shoulder to shoulder and fucking beautiful. And everybody was real nice. There wasn't giant lines for everything. Everybody was in a good mood. No pushing, no shoving. Just a bunch of really nice Midwestern people at a mm-hmm. smaller Comic-Con. C2E2 it was really nice. Huh. Uh, we went out for a fantastic dinner, mm. uh, my friend and I, for, with seafood. Mm. Li- like seafood, like I've never yeah. eaten before in my life. Like crabs, I've never seen. Mm. Just never seen it. Chicago's on the water. Yeah, maybe it's known for its seafood. I don't really know. <laughs> in the Great um, Lakes Ocean, <laughs> that's next to it. You live in San Francisco, uh, oh, Chris. It's, it's not next to the ocean. It is no, the, no, my bad. Yeah, no, I don't you live in it. Are there crabs the most, in freshwater? One of the most notable sea bear, mm-hmm. seaside cities oh, we, in the world. I'm, I'm from Florida, and seafood was like, this is cheap as shit. Here, yeah. they treat it like, yeah, we had to, <laughs> had to spelunk the depths of the, the the salt caves to bring you back this crab. That's why it's $20 an ounce. Hmm. I hate vine. I don't even like seafood yeah. that much. But it was just part of the spiel of the restaurant. The, yeah. the most lavish seafood meal I've ever had in hmm. my entire life. And we're just, and, and so there's like four of us, and we're walking back to our hotel just across those beautiful bridgeways that Chicago has uh, mm. overlooking the rivers or you've seen them in the lakes. Ba- you've seen them in Dark Knight. Uh, they got, they, or they got died in The Fugitive. Hmm. I don't know why I can only think of The Fugitive, <laughs> but that's, uh, that's where I remember it from. It's beautiful. It's nighttime. It's great. And I just turn and look at my friend, and he's sweating. And then, like, it's nighttime, and I forget if I had got a prescription pair of glasses, uh-huh. but like, he looks 1,000 years older. <laughs> And I don't think it, I'm like you're right. And he like he he's just like he looks nervous, like uh, the girls coming over to talk to him in fifth grade. And like I'm like what's going on? And then like we we don't even say anything. We go to a Walgreens. We're walking around just in the middle of the streets of Chicago, mm. and then he just falls to his knees Ooh. and starts throwing up, but not nothing is coming out. Just like this mm. wheezing. And I look, 
and his face is like twice the size that it normally is an, an extreme mm. allergic seafood reaction and it's just we have that moment of like I guess you you see people on TV mm. calling an am- ambulance mm. in a strange town in the middle of nowhere but you sort of like cross check is this what you do? Mm. Do we do we need to get a cab and take him somewhere? Yeah. Like we can't call an ambulance where our, our insurance covered. Mm. It's just one of those things I've never thought about. Yeah, I've yeah. never had to really go to a hospital mm-hmm. uh, in a in a strange town unless I'm with Michael. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's it's like one in the morning. <laughs> I'd gone to the Walgreens. And I have <laughs> I love it. I had whiskey on me because hmm. we just bought it on the way back, and we call an ambulance, and the ambulance comes in, and it. <laughs> And it turns out, like, you know, the ambulance gets there, but he's like, seafood, seafood, got it. It hits him with uh, yeah, an injection like of something. The swelling doesn't go down right away. My buddy's uncomfortable. And I remember begging him, and I beg you to do this for all your friends. I'm like, yeah. dude, let me get a picture of your face right now. <laughs> he's like, no, no, I hate it. I hate it. I'm like, you will regret every day not being able to see what I see right now. And I'm not a good artist. I'm yeah. not going to be able to paint this picture. <laughs> you got to let me get a picture. Said no, and I can confirm now he regrets not wow. getting a picture of it. <laughs> it wouldn't let me and I, I respect Picturing that dude at the end of a Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> Is that it? Or yeah. Okay. Yeah, or, that, or the opening scene in Scanners. It's like right before it happens. <laughs> and to give you a glimpse of what it was like to work for Capcom at that time, the uh, makers of Street Fighter mm-hmm. and Magnet Man, I believe mm-hmm. his name is. Sure. Um, we get the ambulance drivers like, calm down, guys. It's gonna be cool. You're in good hands. Nothing's gonna happen. Like the worst thing that could happen is your throat closes up, and that's not gonna happen as long as you're in here. Oh, uh, what do you do uh, for a video game publisher? Um, oh, which publisher? Capcom. And he's like, he has his hands on my around my friend's neck, and like Capcom. He's like, what'd ah. you do, Mega Man? I, I actually just totally spaced on what he actually said because it was it wasn't terrible. It yeah. was just like. Man, I'm really mad at you guys right now. No, it was something about Mega Man. Yeah, I, it was I something. Remember. And I'm like, just like, can you, what you hold it? Mega Man, like, my friend's throat is closing up. Like, forget about this. That's how powerful Ma- Magnet yeah. Man is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the draw is. And then it, uh, again, it's like, it's why I don't mind traveling. I love nothing more than, like, being dropped into a strange city with nothing to do and not knowing where to go. Because I'll just... Here's the hotel. Ever since the mm. iPhone has come out, like, who gives yeah. a shit? I can't get lost. Yeah. Uh, this is, even predates, like, mm. rideshare apps. I don't care. I love it so mm-hmm. much. So even, like, being stuck at the Chicago Hotel was fine. Yeah. There was, like, a bar next door. I'm like, I'll come back and check it. I'll get a drink and keep coming to check back with my friend. Mm. He is fine. Um, but it also, like, I love that it gave me this insight because I don't watch hospital dramas, mm-hmm. your ERs, your Grey's Anatomy, mm-hmm. your, I will edit in later maybe what's a popular <laughs> medical drama. I can't, I couldn't tell you. Chicago but Hope? Chicago Hope is, is one of them. Is that a thing? But they're all, don't they all seem so fucking hack and it's all about bringing people in with different problems every day to express some other emotion. Yeah. And I'm like, this is so hack. Fuck scrubs. Like mm-hmm. this is, a, this. but I'm sitting, I, I have, I have that, uh, Pass it lets me go both to the lobby because mm-hmm. I'm still smoking, so I'm running outside every fucking half hour, <laughs> uh, and and go into the hospital, and it's just like every I thought all those shows were so contrived, but it's just like within four hours of being in a Chicago, an inner city Chicago hospital at 1 a.m., mm-hmm. just couldn't believe it. Like all of a sudden doors burst open and like cops have a guy behind the back uh, and. He gets away from him. The cops chase him down. <laughs> Happens right in front of me. Got another guy comes in like, I'm shot! They shot me! Another woman comes in completely nonchalantly and like sits down at the front desk of reception. Hello. My name's Grace. I want to die. And the, 
cool as a cucumber. Uh, the receptionist, do you think you're a danger to yourself? Yes, yes, I do. Come with me, Grace. Right this way. Come with me, Grace. And then I walk down the hallway. There's like a young lady handcuffed to a bed, screaming her head off, but well dressed. Telling a story that I wish I knew. It's like some guy comes in with a knife still inside of him. Like, and this is like, this is a couple hours yeah. on a Wednesday, on like a Thursday night in Chicago. Everything, every single thing I could have experienced in a hospital, I feel like I did wow. that night. And my buddy just sitting there like, my my dinner hurt me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> my my expensive seafood dinner killed me. <laughs> And we got out, and it was beautiful. Yeah. And, uh, and he's fine. It itches when I eat Jello. <laughs> uh, but that—that's—that's one that's yeah. of just I don't know. Like I, I'm not saying I was a hero because <laughs> I didn't act heroically by getting the ambulance. Someone else called it. Yeah. But it was just like, yeah, I don't mind act, mm-hmm. acting in those situations. Like when mm-hmm. the worst possible thing happened, oh. I don't, I don't act too terribly. Yeah. I'm pretty good at taking care of someone and calling their loved ones and all that. Like it, it especially this obviously wasn't mm-hmm. that bad. No one yeah. was, but we were tra- like being kept in an emergency room. Hmm. Um, it's nice to know how you'll react in a crisis. Yeah. And it, I don't think I reacted very poorly. Huh. I have a couple personal stories mm. of uh, getting sick on trips mm. and uh, a couple from our community as well. Mm. Uh, see, the first one would be uh, when I went to Ireland, the first time I was able to drink. Mm. Uh, and the legal age in Ireland is 18, so I was 19. And mm. I hadn't drank before in my life. Mm. And about uh, two weeks before we go to Ireland... We get in a car accident, and it's not that bad, but I was, like, a little sore for a couple days, so they are like, hey, take these antibiotics, and I took them with me to Ireland, Mm -hmm. because they, you know, I wasn't out of them yet, and I didn't know that you shouldn't drink while uh, having antibiotics. Is that true? It makes makes things a lot worse, and it makes you a lot, very, very sick. Oh, it does. I thought it was just, like, antibiotics, it would counteract the antibiotics, but you wouldn't. It wouldn't no, nothing bad uh, would happen. Maybe no, it's it meant, bad. yeah. Is it? And I, I'm I got not gonna like stop drinking. I got deathly like not deathly sick, but I got like extremely sick, like coming out of both and <laughs> my first night, my first time drinking in Ireland, and like everyone's worried and thinks I'm a lightweight, and then I eventually I'm like, you know what? I don't fucking need these. Like I'm, it didn't hurt. Like I wasn't that sore, mm-hmm. so I, I, you know, I stopped taking the pills and just drank for the rest of the trip, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, started building up my. Uh, my famous reserves of that's the uh, curse of you people, but it was pretty like it's one of those things where I'm like I'm a I was a pretty stupid kid that didn't know a lot of common sense things like don't yep. drink while while having antibiotics completely different story but like uh, put oil in your car because otherwise the engine will see Jeff sees after a few hey, months look, that's happening these are all things nobody really tells you yeah and I I remember I I broke the transmission mm-hmm. on my non OJ Ford Bronco too. Yeah. Because nobody explicitly told me, mm-hmm. if you catch air with your car, mm-hmm. it's probably going to hurt it when it comes down. Uh, Never occurred to me. <laughs> you see in like Calvin and Hobbes comics, well, the car is yeah. always kind of uh, yeah. hovering, right? Like, <laughs> General Lee is always fine. So yeah, I found like I, we literally took my car out to a fucking dirt bike track, and mm-hmm. I just would floor it and try and launch the the car landed sideways, and yeah. we just hear a crack and just like, Duh! <laughs> and like because and guess and the only excuse I have well nobody told me that would happen mm-hmm. that's specifically what happened mm-hmm. I had no idea how <laughs> physics or how how a transmission works and it just like cracked in half <laughs> uh, so the other story I have is again I think anytime I get like have a job somewhere mm-hmm. the first trip will not go well mm-hmm. so the first time I, I took a trip with CNET which was like my first it's John CNET yes <laughs> my, but from my Terminator first, yeah my first like tech job out that's of out of 
yeah. college, the first job I actually like actually really liked. Mm. So I we had this thing at CNET where the I worked at the New York office at the time, and there's a San Francisco office, which is not far from where we record here. Mm. Uh, so we went there and we did like team building exercises, which honestly was a waste of time because like you know. I interact with these people online. Ugh. That's fine. Like, we'll always... meet during CES and other things, and that's enough team building. Literally coming to the office and building like a toy car with people <laughs> from the from different offices. Like, what? Why? This is you wasted your money. Sorry, you wasted your money. Sit down with accounting and taxidermy a small beaver. Yeah, <laughs> build character. Ah, yes. Now this other person I'll interact with two times a year. Yeah, we did. We both discovered we don't like scrubs. That's yeah. <laughs> wow. That's smell. That's rapport, <laughs> and we're building it. So, you know, we do all that, but then that night, it's like, because I'm, I hadn't been in the tech slash gaming industry for that long, mm-hmm. I didn't know that, like, you know, journalists drink a lot, and like, you know, I had yes. a couple years of drinking, but I, ne- I wasn't the type who, like, would go out every <clears throat> weekend to drink, that mm-hmm. kind of thing, but I go with, like, like two of my New York office coworkers and a bunch of the San Francisco coworkers, mm-hmm. and this is probably way better team building than any fucking thing at the office, like, yeah. just shot the breeze and drank all night. And this is, again, within, like, two months of me starting the job, I drank too much, and I'm on the same flight as all of my coworkers flying back, mm. and am just hungover as all shit, and making frequent trips to the bathroom to puke my guts out. And Jeez. I'm sure I made a great impression. <laughs> uh, but, I, then, but, hey, it was my... All... Both... Both coworkers from both coasts were like just egging me on, like, dude, you're you gotta get used to this, man. It's gonna, it's the way that, that, that this is. I, 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 like, you gotta, you gotta be able to hold your drink, man. And you gotta I fortify that tum tum, Davey. Yeah. Uh, I that, that sort of like we were with our buddy Jones in Japan, <laughs> and I love just again we talked about they have all you can drink karaoke. Yeah. yeah. And I believe even even your wife was like. <laughs> this is not calibrated to someone your size. Like it is, it is this is sixty dollars. For literally any kind of liquor and beer, yeah. as much brought up to you, yeah. All the and I remember like because it, it was like beer, and then it was like no whiskey's included. I'm like you're kidding you're, me. you gotta be kidding me. I can order whiskey for <laughs> yeah. like and so like I just start doing that, and then I realize I I, I usually I I drink enough mm. to the point where like I'll go to sleep. Yeah. I don't really get like I'm awake and yeah. I'm about to fall down, mm-hmm. but I did. And we were there with our buddy Jones, and he's like, you know, he's he can handle it. Mm. And like, I go, to, I remember I had to sneak out to go eat a hamburger. So I thought <laughs> oh, that yeah. would miraculously <laughs> save me. So I felt like a wuss in front of Jones. And then he came here, mm. and we were we were just around like a Santa, Santa Clara, San Bruno. Mm. Uh, and like, I didn't really notice I was coming down with the flu, and I was uh, like, he's like, yeah, you sort of lost out last. And I, I had two beers, and we mm. went and got pizza. And if you, you, I think you were there for this, Elston. And then I ran outside and proceeded to vomit in a trash can for like 10 minutes. Mm. And he's like, dude, that was like two beers. What are you doing? Like, it's, I'm like, I don't know. But mm. what I didn't know is I was on the verge of 105 degree uh, fever and I was trying to eat like some greasy spoon pizza uh, after like, t- after two beers. I bo- I have never booted in a, pu- like just yeah. a gorgeous street. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> like my fucking legs are practically kicking up in the air. Like it was awful. This did remind me of uh, that last Captivate in Rome where it was, and it was the only one that I worked at mm-hmm. Capcom at. Yeah. And <clears throat> I wasn't sick. But it was one. It was the inexplicable. I was just awake for almost forty-eight mm. hours. Mm. I remember because you went straight to PAX and yeah, you know, I, I flew. PAX. It was the weirdest, like mm. seven days, like six, seven days, where like you know you have the twelve-hour flight or whatever from SF mm. to 
You land in Zurich, and then you go from Zurich to Rome, and then we land, and then we do we go straight to the Colosseum, uh, the the main one mm-hmm. in Rome. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we then <laughs> not the theater next to Madison. No. Square. No. Uh, we then. Like not the tropical smoothie coliseum, yeah. the, not the, the not the place that they do the day after WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, not the the raw at the, the yeah. Yeah, not the not the thousand year old coliseum they film NXT at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the uh, and then have a whole day and then have a whole press day and then go out that night and then it's now I've been up for twenty four hours and oh. I'm in my room and it's like two a.m. Rome time. I have no idea what time it is in SF and I'm just like, I am not tired at all. Oh no. And I don't know why. So I start like just doing push-ups, hoping mm-hmm. I'll just like tire myself out and be like, oh, yeah, I guess I am tired. Mm-hmm. Nope. Sit there, wait for the sun to come up, go work a whole other eight-hour day, and then get all the way through that night. And then it's finally like that night, I start telling people, I haven't slept since we left America. Hmm. And it's been two days. Uh-oh. And they're just like, here, like have some potassium or have like have a banana, have yeah. a here, drink a bunch of Guinness, like just do something so you go to bed. Mm-hmm. And finally, I went to sleep and I slept like a couple hours and I could not really figure out why I couldn't stay asleep. And then, after only a few days of that, yeah, then I go from Rome to Boston for PAX East. And then same thing you're from Rome to Boston, straight to Boston. Wow. You're not even back in your normal time zone. And yet. then now I'm I'm also just like yeah I have barely hmm. slept. And then I remember one point like we're supposed to be doing live stream stuff, and I just remember asking a coworker like, do you mind if I just like go hmm. and not do this? Because I'm go- I really need to try to sleep because I'm like kind of hallucinating. With me in the same bed. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like kind of hallucinating. Like I'm not like losing it, but I'm at that point where like yeah I don't know what the fuck. You're loopy as shit. Like I don't know. Is it Saturday? Is it Sunday? Should I be at the airport right now? I have no idea. Do you sleep when the sun dies? <laughs> and I and I still I can't don't... keep the Asura's Wrath Lord straight in my yes, head anymore. Uh, yeah, great. <laughs> uh, and I still have no idea what was going on or why. And yeah. it's just like there's this like two, four or five day stretch where Ooh. I probably slept like four hours mm. and just was not tired and not in a good like I wasn't tired. I was a real trooper. It was yeah. just like no, why am I not going to sleep? <laughs> yeah. And I felt off and wrong for like almost mm. the whole week. Dang. And then I ended up having to finally came home, took pills to go to bed in my own bed, finally slept, and then ended up getting a bunch of nerve and muscle tests to figure out like why am I, yeah. and which led to the stories I've told. The most painful thing I've ever felt in my life was the muscle <laughs> test. I hope you're well rested because if you're not, oh man, this is going to be the perfect sponsor for today. Casper Mattresses. Yes, Casper Mattresses, baby. Offering you one hell of a sleep experience for an outrageously reduced cost. And even better than that, if you go to caspertrial.com slash lasertime, you can get $50 towards any mattress that you want right now. And when I say any mattress, I mean from twin to California king. And if you don't know what Casper Mattresses are... Uh, They are mattresses that combine high-density memory foam and premium latex to create a sleep surface that contours to your body and keeps you cool and balanced through the night. 
Casper's dug deep into the science of sleep, and they're trying to offer you a better mattress at a much better cost. And one of the ways Casper has cut out the cost is by not having stores throughout the entire country. Instead, they ship the mattress right to you. As a result, Casper mattresses are up to a quarter of the price that you'll find in most big box stores, and even better than that. And if you have any reservations of a mattress being shipped to your house, Casper knows that, and that's why they've provided you with a 100-night risk-free trial. You don't like the Casper mattress? Give them a call. They'll come pick it up for you, get rid of it, and give you a full refund. If you're in the market for a new mattress, please consider Casper. And even better, go to caspertrial.com slash lasertime to get $50 towards any new mattress. Oh my god, Moonlight! Yes, yes! Look, I am a little drunk. We're right off of our Oscar party. I am uh, just over the fucking moon. With Moonlight taking Best Picture in a surprise overtime round of Oscar... Look, now I understand why you guys like sports. You get to feel like this every week? Jesus Christ, my emotions are at... Oh. Look, we uh, if you didn't listen to last week's show, we talked about how we thought Moonlight should win, but we know it won't. Yeah, it did, and it's just so fucking crazy. I am, I am elated. I am happy, uh, and please go listen to that show if you haven't already, because it was really fun. We worked really hard on a bunch of sketches, and uh, we took a, a like a little bit of a respite from that by talking about our vacations and reaching out to you guys to help us out after an intense edit and writing session with that last podcast. Uh, but speaking of movies, we have a Monday night movie this very Monday, John Wick, that was voted upon by our Patreon com- community at Patreon.com/LaserTime. They opted to watch John Wick, and I could not be more proud of you people. <laughs> that is so great. John Wick is so awesome. If you have not seen it, 6 p.m. Pacific time, watch it with us live. Grab yourself a copy. Tune in. Be there. Or watch it uh, after the fact. You can watch the video feed uh, only if you're a patron after the fact. Patreon.com slash laser time. Uh, and I believe we still have a, a match commentary up and a Danger Mouse drinking game. Um... Oh, wait, that, that's the other segue I need to make. Again, not good at this right now. Thank you for indulging me. Uh, it's there's a Dave is telling me there's a pay-per-view this week. I'm inclined to believe him because it happens every other week. And we do predictions on our YouTube channel uh, where we have a bunch of other fun stuff. If you hadn't, if For the Oscars, we played uh, Leisure Suit Larry's Box Office Bust. I believe the last big Leisure, Leisure Suit Larry game featuring the voice talents of Jeffrey Tambor, Artie Lang, Dave Attell, Nikki Cox... Uh, Shannon, it's crazy. You should check it out on our YouTube channel. In addition to that, uh, we usually stream something new. It'll probably be Horizon Zero Dawn, which we'll then talk about more in our video game show, Video Game Apocalypse, which should be a lot of fun because uh, from the people I've talked to, they really like the game uh, thus far. Uh, and I guess later in the week, Friday, and we'll have more details if we do this again. Drinky, it's like midnight after the Oscars. Uh, we'll have a Nintendo Switch in the house. To stream and yell at and figure out. It'll be great. And uh, maybe Friday. Maybe Friday. I think possibly we'll do a live Logan uh, rundown. Because Logan is, if you haven't checked it out, I, you should be movie fans if you're listening to us at this point, has a fantastic Rotten Tomato score. It was 100 last I checked. And I do not I do not check ever. Someone has to tell me or write about it on Twitter or Facebook. And I'll be like, oh, it has 100? I don't care what Rotten Tomatoes says. And I don't need the sticker 
on my Pinocchio Blu-ray that came out last week, Disney. I don't give a fuck what Rotten Tomatoes said about a hundred-year-old movie that literally defined a company. Fuck's sake. Look, I should move on. I'll just tell you that patreon.com slash laser time is how we survive. We appreciate everybody supporting us there. Check out a brand new Talking Simpsons 30 2010 uh, and Video Game Apocalypse this week as well. We should have a bunch of more fun stuff for you at lasertimepodcast.com. Oh, that's the last plug. Uh, lasertimepodcast.com is where you can find Laser Time TV. We ran a critic marathon last Sunday. We're going to like rerun that on Monday if you missed it. So if you want to see the critic, and you should if you're a Talking Simpsons fan, it's where all the, if you're listening to Talking Simpsons right now, uh, Al Jean and Mike Reese, the pioneers of that show, ran on over to the critic, and it's very, very Simpsons-esque, but mostly movie uh, movie parody focused. It's really fun like to revisit. Uh, you can revisit that there for free at lasertimepodcast.com slash live. And uh, we recently, uh, our buddies Curtis is helping us out with an anime streaming showcase on lasertimepodcast.com in addition to our comic reviews by our buddy John. And we also have joining the fold um, our buddy Matt J doing Cartoons 101. We can see that on lasertimepodcast.com. It's a really, really fun breakdown on a, an animation-obsessed person who is... I love your videos, uh, Matt. I cannot wait for people to uh, check them out over on our site. I love them so much. They're great. We try and toss all that on lasertimepodcast.com where we can... Thank you guys so much for uh, enjoying, not enjoying, that's a bad word, for, for enduring this long-ass plug. I'm going to bed. Good night, Moonlight. So another sick story uh, from Lavander Davis who said, When I was 10 years old, I flew on an airplane for the first time. I was excited to fly, but I didn't realize that I would have severe motion sickness. My mom, for some reason, thought the best antidote was to feed me these red and green grapes she brought along. It was a four-hour flight, but I valiantly, and I valiantly fought the nausea, but I just succumbed just as the plane touched down. I projectile vomited multicolored, half-digested grapes all over my clothes, seat, parts of my brother's seat, the pocket where they kept the Sky Mall magazine, and generally all over the area. We were the last group to leave the plane due to my hurl party. Other than that, other than that it was a good vacation. Uh, you know what makes me sick sometimes? Other people. Uh, because, uh, you know, generally when I'm on you know trips, I'm with people that I like, and, and that works out fine. I went to Scotland last year uh, around the time of the election, and norm actually... It was weird how few people even talked to us about it, and mm -hmm. when it was, it was more like, okay, we see, you know, we feel you, that mm -hmm. kind of thing. But the la actually, after I flew back alone, because mm -hmm. my girlfriend and her friend, like, they wanted to stay a couple extra days, uh, and I didn't want to spend that money. But uh, so I'm on the plane flying back, and when you're flying internationally, you get free drinks. And I had uh, one airplane attendant, flight attendant, who thought I was single handedly. Uh, involved in getting Trump reelected and that I was an idiot American who had terrible taste. So like he comes up with uh, the choice of beers. Oh, it's yeah. either Heineken or Tiger, I think it was called. Yeah. And I'm like PS on this Scotland trip I had so much bad beer. Scotland and London, like the things that are called IPAs that are just <laughs> flat, like slightly hoppy 
drinks. Mm. And there's nothing I hate more than like a flat, warm beer. And that was so much of my flight, so much of my time on that trip. So I'm like, you know what? Heineken I know. It's not great, but I don't hate it. So, yeah, I'll take a Heineken. And then the the flight attendant says, nah, mate, you want a Tiger. Americans have terrible taste in beer. (laughs) And I'm like, uh, I just was at... In London, where you guys also have terrible taste in beer, I'm sorry. The beer that you say is IPAs, they're not. Everything is a flat lager or a a beefier. Yeah, it, it's all just lagers, and they all taste the same to me. So he's like, uh, "Hey, I'll give you a law, and you like it." And it was a little bit better than a Heineken, but not that much better. But uh, the, the the capper of that whole thing was like, "Yeah, Americans are terrible at making decisions. Look what you did to Trump." And I'm like. Motherfucker, <laughs> America didn't vote for Trump. Like, twenty-five percent of the country voted for this guy. Twenty-five point two percent voted for his opponent, and fifty percent didn't vote. Yeah, like, fuck you. And uh, you guys did Brexit, so we're, like, where? What are you to talk? And I think that's also why people didn't like confront us on the trip. Oh. Like, hey, you guys did something equally dumb. <clears throat> Give so. Trump a little credit because now that guy can't even come to the country. Yes. to rekindle the conversation. <laughs> he was a. Uh, he was a brown guy, so Uh-oh. that do- definitely doesn't Uh-oh. help. And he's on every plane, every Virgin flight. Man, Trump's gonna flip flip his wig. Yeah, I was trying to think. Normally, when like I get in a bad, like meet someone who like rubs you the wrong way, or just yeah. some asshole, like I just try to like I'll get really angry in that moment, and yeah. then I just like let it flow through me, and then yeah. like now I'm realizing I've been trying to like rack my brain of like there has to be someone on some trip, yeah, somewhere that just drove me bonkers and yeah. I can't think of anything yeah I mean the other one I can think of I've never actually told this story but I was at a water park and one of the, th- the attractions they had at the water park is basically like a z- kind of like a zip line so mm. like my two brothers who are more athletic than me they were able to take the zip line all the way down and like skim over the water and it was real cool mm. meanwhile I like <laughs> as soon as I step off my hands on the zip line <laughs> plop I just like fall right like a like a weight right downwards and i'm like this is harder than it looks so i go to the side and i'm standing and i'm just watching other people go while my brothers go back in line wait you didn't fall like into a water pile of, uh, pool yeah of water? but i just swam to the side and okay then got I, the ladder and got out okay so how high was it though uh, i was probably like i don't know it, it wasn't that high it's like probably 15 20 feet okay. and then you just like zip down for a little sure. bit okay so all that is happening and my brothers are back in line I'm standing on the side uh, with my sister and I see this one big kid get like he's he goes like he's the next in line and I say ooh things don't look good for that kid and his mother is standing right next <laughs> to me and project she's projecting she's like how dare you call my kid fat uh-huh. uh, you don't look so good yourself and that was like the start of like Definitely. body issues for me for a while. Wow. But she, it, she thought that I said things look bad for fat kid. <laughs> but I didn't. I said that kid. And she, I, like, I should, like, I, my comeback later was like, uh, I said that stupid and and but it was just one of those things where i was like well what what argument do i have at that time like i didn't say the thing can you imagine how she would have reacted if you would have karaoke madonna's who's that girl in front of her uh but we have a couple stories of people who had a bad company on their trips phil lopez says when i was 14 my younger sister and i went to visit her aunt and uncle in florida fun fact about my uncle he records his own music he records his own country music oh that sounds delightful he records his own country music 
and only listens to his own country music. Oh so it was a week of listening to my uncle sing along to himself. He also hated <laughs> hip-hop or rap music, even if it was a theme song to a show or commercial. Upon reflection, he might just have been racist. Daniel Bacon says, My friends were heading to Mexico two years ago for Thanksgiving. Day of, they got to the airport and the wife's passport was expired. They paid to get a rush new passport, and the night before the next flight, uh, we all get hammered drunk and they miss the flight. So, uh, yeah, some... Uh, some bad company on those stories, but uh, I think to close we should we should uh, talk about your. I mean, I can shoot us integration. I can summarize it because yeah. it's uh, we went a couple years ago. Mm. A bunch of us went to Japan in 2014. Really nice got, trip. Still got some videos to. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was 2014. A really nice trip, and it was the first one I had taken. Well, any of us had taken mm. that wasn't for work. Yeah, that we didn't have to we do had anything. No obligation. It was just to go as a group. Mm-hmm. And except it was, for me because I decided to film them. And and I did, was able to make it a little bit of a business expense. Yeah, some of the videos exist. Don't tell the IRS, but I might have put my girlfriend down as photographer because she held a GoPro twice. <laughs> Technically, uh, did you include those shots? Uh, yes, I okay. did. Yes, I all did. Right, all right. If this is a union man, she, she held that camera and shot something. Like you paid, you paid. It's not me holding a selfie stick. Ever, <laughs> it's always her. Um, but I mean, like, I mean, I, the story is two and a half years old at this point. But it, it is the clo- It is the most like hectic and crisis mode and Mm -hmm. this could be a big problem Mm -hmm. that I've ever had on a trip but it was yeah like I'd had the same pair of shoes for a few years and it's been raining in Tokyo and we're in Tokyo Disney and it's raining constantly and Tokyo Disney's kind of really far out there there's a mall around there but it's like you're 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 out out towards where TGS is uh, big convention uh, you know Mm -hmm. convention center and all that but like out there's not you're pretty outside of the city at that point. Mm-hmm. And my shoes go from like mildly leaking and some water getting in the cracks to they're now falling off of my feet <laughs> and like they're gaping holes and my feet are soggy and they're squishing as I walk. And like, it's been now over an hour and it's like, I, I can feel blisters forming in my toes. <laughs> and I, I remember like you could see, you could see, you can see like your socks sort of melting. Yeah. Like, oh it, yeah. It the, wasn't just wet; it was like black. No, it was and, oh, yeah. uh, like, this, through the shoe. There's so many layers to this. Uh, so we then, so Karen and I, she's like, "Let's go." There is a mall here, mm-hmm. so like, what else can you do? Like, we should at least go try to find some shoes. The rest of you guys can like fuck off, and like, you guys watch that Mickey show, that live hey, show, or something. It's amazing! I got yeah. to watch Mickey Mouse in costume do the. The most rip-ass drum solo I've ever seen in my entire life. It gives me goosebumps just to think about it. So, also, uh, I forgot to bring a belt, and the jeans I wore were too big. And so, my feet are falling apart, and my pants are falling down. I'm one step away from being an earnest skit. And uh, we then get into the mall, and we go to one shoe store. And, of course, you know, I wear a size 12. And to find a size 12 in a Japanese shoe store sounds like the setup of a joke with a great punchline. But... In reality, they just didn't have shoes that fit at all. So we go to like two or three stores, finally find one. They're like, yes, we have literally one pair. And, well, whatever it is, I'm going to take it. And the dude... They like, say KKK on the side. Is that okay? Man, you know, I got to make some tough choices. It's that or you're going to have to cut my feet off. Um, and take off the shoes, and I have to peel the socks off. And, like, pieces of the sock are sticking to my shoe. And the Japanese dude is pulling the socks off of my feet. And I'm like, no, 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 dude, I don't do that. I've got it. And he's like, no, no. And, and you know, we don't speak each other's language. And this is, again, part of the reason that led me to go, like, I have to start studying yeah. Japanese. Because, like, I couldn't even, like, grovel to this yes. man. Please, uh, sir, do not take my stinky socks uh, off like, my foot. And takes them, like, disposes of them. And then we get the new shoes. And it's like, okay, great. So 
but I still have tons of blisters now because my feet were submerged for hours. Mm-hmm. And so then we have a great day at Disney. And then we wake up the next day. Now we're going to take a Shinkansen, the bullet train mm-hmm. to Kyoto. We get on oh, the story. This we is... get on the Yamanote, the train that goes in a circle, all and goes, and it's in a perfect circle, all like a perfect loop. Mm-hmm. And get off that train to go catch the big train. Realize I just left my bag on the train, and it has my passport and my iPad and my wallet. Mm-hmm. I was there. I got to see the revelation in your face, because you didn't say, "Yeah, oh, heavens to Murgatroyd." I left my. You said the train pulled away. Yeah, and you said. But my bag's on that train. <laughs> That's what you said. Excuse me, train, can you please stop? Uh, and just that feeling of watching this train go off into Japan, you're like, I'm dead. Like, And then this old man on the corner goes like, That's train. Like He says, oh, it's train 1217 or whatever. And I'm like, that doesn't matter, you idiot. <laughs> and Jesus. Uh, and then so we run down to, and try to go to Lost and Found. And then... Carolyn can speak Japanese, but it's like, this is a very complicated, like, yeah. our bags on the train, it's on the Yamanote, like, we think we have this, and the dude behind the camera, like, first we go to a, again, it's probably the same station you were at before, yeah. it's Tokyo Station, it is gargantuan, yeah. it is bigger than my hometown, yeah. it's just insanely large, and we end up waiting for like 10 minutes in, a, in an office that's not even the right lost and found, because, oh, we do the West Wing stuff mm-hmm. over here, you need the East Wing, like, don't even touch that crap. So then we go wait in another line that's even longer. And then this man, after lots of back and forth and like broken English, broken Japanese, back and forth, he writes on the he writes on this sheet of paper that says, please find the bag in Japanese. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, before we even did that, we waited at the platform. Mm. To, and then finally, after knocking on this door, this catatonic man mm. answers the door and is just like, what? <laughs> and like won't react to Carolyn no matter what she says. It's just kind of like, you should go ask mm-hmm. someone about it. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't understand. Like, the only non-helpful person I've ever met in Japan wow. was just like, I, I can't help you. I don't understand <laughs> what. And then I realized he didn't have a quest marker mm. that we had to get the piece of paper in glowing Zelda red font that's like <laughs> the letter from the man. And now we took letter back to station attendant. And then suddenly he lights up and is like, oh, yes, <laughs> this bag. <laughs> this is also after we tried to call the 1-800 numbers on these mm. ancient green phones. Mm-hmm. I'm truncating a lot here, mm. but it boils down to they found thanks to the number that that old man said as it pulled away that I was like (laughs) (laughs) uh, we remembered that number and that was the thing that said if you can remember that number we can kind of plot Mm -hmm. because you managed to lose it at least on the one train that goes in a circle that same train will come back here it's not like it goes to the end of the line at the Mm -hmm. end of the country or something it'll be back at the station we can put a general time frame on Mm -hmm. that and then it turns into me hopping trains diehard style because they're like, mm. it might be this one, it might be mm. this one. We're not sure. And then in in hindsight, though, I'm like, but we knew the exact number. Yeah. I don't know why they told me to go on the one before it mm. and the one after it just to make sure. And I'm like, at the time, I'm like, okay, fine, mm. I whatever. Like everything I have, because you're also at this point, it's been like an hour, mm-hmm. and like someone's probably stolen the bag. And yeah. even even if. I got on the right train. I may not even know because I my bag just wouldn't be there. And all these trains look identical. How would I even know if it was or wasn't? But then I'm like, no, no, no. Nobody steals things in Japan on the train because and that train never really hits the end of line, so it always looks like it's somebody's bag mm-hmm. in the in the cab. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, okay, it, it has to be there. So then I get on the train and it's still raining and I have blisters, so I am limping and I am legit like, it, just by just by sheer chance, I am at least four to six inches taller than everyone in the train in this particular train that I start at the front, 
and go to the end, and it looks like I'm John McClane looking for a bomb, hmm. like just my head up here, and then I'm down here, out of the way! And I'm like limping because of the blisters all over my feet, and then I get to the oh, end of the train, and I'm like, shit, nope. So then I make it halfway around the entire Yamanote loop, which is about 30 minutes of me going back and forth, because it's also crowded as shit. Mm. So like I have, it's not like I can just walk up and down the train. Then I get to the end, get off the platform, and I'm like, well... I hope it's the next one. Next one pulls up, door opens, there's my back. Like, immediately mm-hmm. find it. And then I got to ride it. But now I'm on the exact opposite end of the line, mm-hmm. so I have to ride it the other 30 minutes to huh. get back to where we started at Tokyo Station. Then we get on the Shinkansen to go down. That's solved. Everything was in there. Then it's time to pop the blisters on my feet. <laughs> <laughs> then, so we go to a convenience go store. full garbage pail, kid. And, <laughs> and I get paper clips and then, like, straighten Whoa. them out straight-wise, sit over the toilet, Whoa. and just... Poke, 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 and and just goo, and then I gotta wrap the toes up, and then go walk nine miles the next day around all these shrines, and then which makes them bleed again. But it's beautiful. But at least it was solved. You but, got pus all over your yeah. passport, so but you can use it. Kind of pussy. But that was at least like that's the worst. And at the end of the day, nothing really bad yeah. happened. It was yeah. just like there was two hours there where it was like. Pure chaos. Like uh, other than hopping the train, going cab to cab was the most like, I, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Let alone when like my pants were falling off while my <laughs> shoes disintegrated, like that in in a Disney park. <laughs> uh, uh, but I've told that story yeah, a couple so years a, ago. Uh, what was that? How to Japan? I believe something like How to Japan. Because yeah. I also have some tips about yeah, travel good, to Japan. Like get a get one of the mobile phone passes. I went there once with access to apps and one time without and it oh. was a world of fucking difference man you should listen to that show I'm not even going to tell you about it <laughs> yep. uh, going so to Tokyo fly to Haneda <laughs> that's the other tip so to close the show out I wanted to read what I think is probably the worst travel story from, from our patrons a lot of great stories in there I'm sorry that we mm-hmm. couldn't read them all but Handsome Ralph has a doozy a few years ago I decided to go to Jordan to see my uh, fiance who was working there for the US government and enjoy a week of vacation with her I flew from Calgary to Dallas to D.C. to Heathrow and then finally to Amman. After about 22 hours of travel, I finally arrived really excited to see my fiancé who I hadn't seen in about two months. I was also excited at the time because I planned on going to see Petra and the Dead Sea. Uh, I was also going to be staying at the hotel across from Petra where they filmed key scenes from Indiana Jones and and The Last Crusade. Uh, The Rolls Royce scene specifically. I was incredibly jet lagged and tired but super excited. Almost immediately, things went sideways. Within an hour of landing, I found out that my fiancé had met somebody at her diplomatic post that she believed was her soulmate and that she no longer wanted to be with me, but still wanted to be friends. What the f- She decided that it would be better to tell me this in person in Jordan rather than over the phone oh or when God. she got home a month later. I was as emotionally and mentally devastated as anyone would expect. What made it worse was that my airline couldn't fix my ticket so I could go straight home. So I ended up having to stay in Jordan for an entire week waiting for my flight home while also cohabitating with her. Also, my aforementioned jet lag made it very difficult for me to sleep, so I only averaged about two hours of sleep a night. Uh, Though despite my personal life being upended, I made the effort to go and see as much as I could on my own. I went to Petra, explored Amman, and met many friendly and interesting people. Thankfully, things worked out for me in the long run, and I'm in a far better place now. Anyways, love the shows. Keep up the great work. Thank you so much. Hope you got to listen to some podcasts while you were uh, suffering in Amman. Get good to LTE out there at the uh, gateway to the last crusade. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, vacations are fun, but, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. take the good with the bad, I guess, is the... uh, the theme of this episode. 
but that'll do it for this episode of Laser Time. Hope you yeah, it's uh, a bit enjoyed. chattier and yeah. ramblier than usual, but I don't know. We had both we had all just taken Dude, yeah, some I, kind of trip, so it seemed. And I just edited the Oscar. <laughs> the Oscar show was like an 18, 19 yeah. hour edit that I know most of you <laughs> don't care enough about those movies to listen <laughs> to, um, especially due to the controversy. The, mo- the biggest controversy mm-hmm. over that episode mm-hmm. is spoiling an episode of Luke because that's <laughs> that's how little anybody gives a shit about the movies. <laughs> so, so just wanted to be a little lighter on ourselves mm-hmm. this time because holy shit, that was yeah. hard. Fun sketches though, yeah, check it yeah, out. I like them. Um, yes, and I want to say thank you guys so much. You can go to lasertimepodcast.com. We uh, launched a new feature with our buddy, our buddy Matthew J. Uh, Cartoons One Hundred One, a really ah. cool weekly show about uh, animation. Cool. Will be on lasertimepodcast.com. You can watch it there. It's really, really, really fun. You can go to listen to VG Empire, my game music podcast. My game music podcast. We recently did. Uh, if you remember Turok the Dinosaur Hunter for I the do. N- for the N sixty four. Turok just turned twenty years old, wow. so we did an episode about uh, the N sixty four Turok games, as well as. Uh, hard pivot from that, but uh, the most recent one is if you know the Zero Escape series mm-hmm. uh, from the Dan Ganrampa folks, you have um, 999 mm-hmm. Virtue's Last Reward and Zero Time Dilemma. Uh, mystery novel, mm-hmm. visual novel that's kind of like Saw mixed with sci fi, but the music is really good. So, uh, vgempire.com uh, for game music show. All the episodes are on uh, iTunes now. The feed was borked for like three years mm-hmm. um, where it would just stop at like 36 or something. Um, so now it's finally fixed. So if there were pre, you know, 2013, 2012, 2011 episodes you were after, they should be up there. As well as 30, 2010, a weekly look back yeah. at uh, what happened in the music, movies, TV, and games. That exact week, 30 and 2010 years ago, we were in 87, 97, and 2007. Uh, we recently talked about uh, Freddy Krueger fighting the Dream Warriors. Ah, that yeah. turned 30 years yeah. old. And in that same oh, week in... Favorite the, movie, Booty Call. <laughs> Booty Call was that in 97. Moan. And then Black Snake Moan, Die Pro Hard Wrestling. Arcade. The NES Pro Wrestling game is 30 years old. The original greatest <laughs> video games. Rare slalom. slalom. Uh, it's like a, yeah. a a vacation back 20 years, 30 years, and 10 years. I don't know why yep. I did that order. <laughs> uh, also, this episode is executive produced by our buddy Darren Castro. Oh, um, and, and many other folks like him at patreon.com slash laser time. For, for, <laughs> for the low price of five bucks, you can get uh, access to almost 100 commentaries. We will be... Uh, doing a Monday night movie, 6 p.m. Pacific time, commentary for John Wick, if you're hearing this early. God, that movie's so much fun. Mm-hmm. Cannot wait to see the second and one. patrons do get to help us choose one of the yeah, movies we watched from. Patrons chose it, man. God they, love they you. They chose that. Yeah, and then, uh, we're coming up with our March movies soon. Yeah. Um, we're going to look, and we'll probably pick one, but we will likely ask patrons to choose the other one they for us. They better choose correctly, because if it's not <laughs> Raising Arizona or Shin Godzilla, I will shit <laughs> my face. Um, <laughs> we got to uh, watch both of those, to be <laughs> honest. Uh, what to close us out? What Go Go's Vacation? It's cliche, but mm-hmm. I like that. Can song. we get a kids' bop version? Surely there is. Oh one. my god! Ugh. If it if it exists, you're hearing it. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>